Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Agnes, aminin ko. Minsan po, hindi ko sinabing ako po'y perfecto. Minsan nga po, binigaw tayo ng ilang inaasahan nating alam dapat ang kanilang trabaho. Yan po ang dating Pangulong Noynoy Aquino speaking in his final State of the Nation address in 2015. Sa kabila nito, maharap ko ang sino man at masasabing ginawa ko ang lahat upang iwanang mas makatarungan, mas maunlad at tumatamasa ng makabuluhang pagbabago ang ating bansa. Benigno Cuanco Aquino III was born into politics, the only son to two of the most prominent political names on either side of his family, but nobody expected him to rise or even aspire for the presidency until he did. On one side, he was burdened with the name of his own father. Benigno Ninoy Aquino, despite having been imprisoned and then exiled during the martial law years of the dictator Ferdinand Marcos, Ninoy united and led the Philippine opposition. The charge against me was subversion. Mr. Marcos accused me of uh, trying to overthrow the government. Of course, I tried to overthrow him through the ballot. He was assassinated in 1983 on the tarmac of the national airport that now carries his name. When he died, Ninoy Aquino became more than respected. He was martyred. His death sparked nationwide protests. Leading to the 1986 People Power Revolution that finally deposed Marcos after two decades of one-man rule. When the smoke had cleared from that upheaval, it was then Noynoy's mother, the widowed Corazon Cuanco Aquino. Quiet and assuming woman, though she herself was a member of the powerful Cuanco clan of Tarlac, she became the president of a revolutionary government and then a reformed republic under a new people-ratified constitution. I, Corazon Cuanco Aquino, do solemnly swear, do solemnly swear, that I will faithfully, that I will faithfully, and conscientiously, and conscientiously, fulfill my duties. Noy Noy, by then, was 26. And after the People Power Revolution, he retreated into family businesses. But 12 years later, in 1988, he would be in politics himself, joining Ninoy's Liberal Party and successfully running to represent the people of Tarlac in Congress. He served three terms, and then in 2007, he won a seat in the Senate. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. And in this episode of Teka Teka, we talk about the life and legacy of former President Noynoy Aquino. Noynoy had obtained a degree in economics from Ateneo de Manila. He was quiet and controversial, 
and he was certainly far from the central charismatic figure Ninoy was. His time in both houses were therefore relatively understated by the standards of Philippine politics and certainly under the formidable shadow of his father, but he is credited as author of, among other things, the Philippine Climate Change Act. Noy Noy's authored bills also betrayed the concerns important to him. Workers' welfare, economic development, human rights, and better checks and balances pushing, for example, for important reform in highly corrupted and inefficient government procurement systems. Despite all these and his leadership position in the Liberal Party, the impression he left was of a man who had risen to, perhaps even surpassed, the highest post he could aspire or be qualified for. The Liberal Party's choice to succeed Gloria Macapagal-Arroyo, Noynoy's former professor in Ateneo, was in fact not Aquino, but another Sion of another past political giant and former president, Marrojas. But then, months before the 2010 elections, Cory Aquino died. In the emotional wake of Cory's passing, the opposition seized upon the Aquino name. Mar stepped aside, stepped down, to be nominated as vice president to push Noynoy front and center. And in what was unthinkable just a little less than a year earlier, Noynoy became the 15th president of the Philippines. He himself recalled the twist in fate on the first death anniversary of his mother. He was now speaking as president on state television, where his father once never got mention or a word in. It is still quite difficult to grasp how one person's death could have such a huge impact on our nation in such a short time. However, Cory Aquino was one extraordinary woman who in so many milestones in her life had already made the impossible possible. Napakarami pong nangyayari sa loob lamang ng isang taon. Ang pagpanaw ng ina namin ang siyang nagtulak sa napakaraming taong pilitin at hamunin akong tumakbo bilang Pangulo. Consistent with his legislative record, Noynoy anchored his program of government on public accountability. Kayo ang boss ko, kaya't hindi maaaring hindi ako makinig sa mga utos ninyo. On fighting what he framed as the intertwined complexities of corruption and poverty. Sigaw natin noong kampanya kung walang korap, walang mahirap. Hindi lamang ito pang slogan o pang poster. Ito ang mga prinsipyong tinatayuan at nagsisilbing batayan ng ating administrasyon. He vowed to end the cultures of entitlement and impunity among the powerful and to level the field of opportunities for all. Walang wangwang, walang counterflow, walang tong. Panahon na upang tayo ay muling magkawanggawa. Nandito tayo ngayon dahil sama-sama tayong nanindigan at nagtiwala na may pag-asa. For six years, Aquino presided over a resurgent and even surging economy. GDP grew at an average of 6.2% every year. Twice, it surpassed 7%, the fastest rate since the 1970s. Despite little adjustments in taxes, revenue collection improved, suggesting that efficiencies were improving and alongside that, anti-corruption measures were bearing fruit. This, in turn, grew government coffers and fed social welfare programs that lifted millions of Filipinos out of poverty. 
When his term ended, approval ratings for Pinoy were at 50%, far outperforming the negative or near-to-zero end-of-term ratings for all his predecessors post-Marcos, Pacapagal Arroyo, Joseph Estrada, Fidel V. Ramos, and even Cory herself. When on June 24, he died of renal failure secondary to the diabetes he had managed for years, Noy Noy had foundational legacy upon which succeeding governments could build upon. The Philippines saw four credit rating upgrades under his watch, positioning the country for investment-grade rating crucial to inspiring foreign investments. It was also under his administration that the Philippines secured its arbitral win against China in the South China Sea. Malinaw ang pahiwatig natin ngayon sa buong mundo. Ang sa Pilipinas ay sa Pilipinas. When Noynoy died on June 24, his sister said he had given all he could. Mission accomplished, Kanoy. Be happy now with dad and mom. Despite all his accomplishments, however, Aquino's hand-picked and endorsed successor, Mar Rojas, failed to win the presidency in 2016, losing to current President Rodrigo Duterte. On one level, Duterte himself was a political phenomenon, but it was as much a victory for Digong as it was genuinely a loss for Mar, and for many, an indicator that Aquino himself had disappointed many. The administration's handling of the aftermath of Super Typhoon Yolanda, which battered Tacloban in 2013, a handling which was represented by then-DILG Secretary Rojas, was perceived as politicized. While Noinoy himself was always perceived and credited as incorruptible, he was criticized as a coddler and enabler of incompetence and even irregularities within his own cabinet. He stubbornly stood by and protected his transport secretary, Jun Abaya, even as traffic worsened, procurement and supply of everything from driver's IDs and car license plates were thrown into chaos, and the ombudsman, Conchita Carpio Morales, the very Supreme Court justice who had sworn Pinoy into office, she filed graft charges against Abaya over a corruption-laced MRT-3 maintenance contract. In the infamous Mama Sapan clash in 2015 that caused the lives of 44 police commandos was seen not just as a fatally executed mission. The president was taken to task for letting a suspended general lead the doomed operation, keeping his own cabinet and others in the chain of command in the dark. Pinoy and the officers involved would eventually be cleared of charges stemming from that debacle. But heading into the 2016 elections, these became the vulnerabilities to his public approval and the presidential run of Rojas. The criticism that Aquino was not immune to the same instincts all Filipino politicians are perceived by, he was unable to own up to his own mistakes, and even where his values were sound, he would stand by them to a fault. Indeed, even supporters were frustrated by Pinoy's stubbornness on one front. He never capitalized on his goodwill, high approval ratings, and the public coffers he had grown to embark on the aggressive infrastructure spending that the Philippine economy badly needed. 
he was perceived as too careful, even afraid, to be tainted by the slightest imputation of corruption and that he allowed that fear to paralyze many programs. Even more perplexing, he refused to push and by many accounts actually stood in the path of a freedom of information law that could have helped to institutionalize his programs on transparency and good governance. It is perhaps telling that upon news of his death, there was an overwhelmingly positive outpouring of tribute and respect for Noinoy Aquino, but glaringly, many of his tributes were prefaced with, I'm not a fan, but. I didn't like his administration, but. I had complaints, but. He had many flaws, but. People genuinely loved, respected, and understood the sacrifice and work of President Noinoy Aquino. But he himself acknowledged that he had shortcomings in his final State of the Nation address. Given this, he said, let the conversations continue. Let history be the judge of how he has done and what his legacy will be. Gaya nga po nung burol ng aking ina, bibigasin ko ang ikalawang aklat ni Timoteo, Kabanata 4, versikulo 7. I have fought the good fight, I have finished the race, I have kept the faith. Ako po si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Carl Sayan. Follow Teka Teka and Puma Podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Maraming salamat po. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.